And we turn now to that situation in Syria. U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon said today he was very concerned that the Syrian army will be tempted to use its chemical weapons. Those concerns come despite repeated declarations from the Syrian government that it would use chemical weapons only if attacked by foreign forces. Here's Syrian Foreign Ministry spokesman Jihad Makdisi. Any stocks of any unconventional weapon, any chemical weapon, if they, it exists, it won't be used never ever against civilian, against the Syrian people. But will the Assad regime stick to its word? Charles Delfer is a former U.S. intelligence officer and weapons inspector. Uh, Mr. Delfer, do we actually know what kinds of chemical weapons Syria has? Well, I think unlike the case in Iraq, where the information turned out to be completely wrong, with respect to Syria, there's a broad consensus that, in fact, they do have chemical munitions and potentially biological munitions. This was uh, developed in, in response to the Israeli nuclear program. So these assessments about Syrian capabilities have existed literally, I think, for decades. And do we know what kinds of, of weapons they have and how dangerous they are? Well, the judgment is that they have nerve agent, probably VX, loaded on artillery rockets, aerial bombs, and probably ballistic missiles like Scud missiles that they purchased from the former Soviet Union and Russia. You'll also recall that there was a nuclear program which the Israeli bombed in September of 2007. So the word of the foreign minister can probably be taken in this case to be fairly accurate, that they are designed and aimed and intended for foreign targets rather than internal use. But foreign forces is an awfully squishy term, don't you think? It's very squishy, particularly because the situation is so dynamic and there are so many different interests involved. Bear in mind that the Iranians are playing very heavily in the Syrian um, uprising. The Iranians obviously have a mutual enemy in the sense that both Syria and Iran are worried about Israel. So the situation gets very complicated. It's not just two actors. It's not just you know, Syria and Israel or Syria and uh, the Western world. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. I've read a, a few briefs on this today, and it's just incredibly frightening for all the reasons you've mentioned, either that the Syrian government uses these things or that they fall into the hands of al-Qaeda or rebels or anyone else. Is it right to be frightened? It is correct to be worried about the WMD. You know, a couple of things could be done. One is uh, countries worried about that could be reaching out to military leaders in Syria, trying to you know, make deals quietly with them to identify where the locations are, to assure them that their future can be affected quite positively if they act responsibly. Uh, but there's going to be competition for the, for the attentions and the loyalties of these people. The Iranians are going to be there trying to make a lot of mischief. A another factor which I, I think the international community could could play upon, and, and perhaps if there's a revision to the Kofi Annan approach, maybe the UN should propose as part of their solution set with the Assad regime to have weapons inspectors go in there and secure the sites, that that would be a, a demonstration on the part of the Syrian regime that they were serious about this and that the UN would not serve as a, an excuse for an invasion of Syria, but that their concern was strictly to secure uh, the WMD sites. I think some proposal along those lines could be very useful. Charles Delfer, former head of the Iraq Survey Group. He's also a former special advisor to the director of the CIA. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.